Oh, okay. I started it. Um, basically, go to the With CP podcast, and then um, when you tune in, you'll see this page. Press on one of these little people. It says call in, and then just call in that way. Um, I'm on my laptop in this. Okay. It should be the same. So you say. So, um... I don't know. I'm on your home CP page, and there is nothing there. You don't see it? No, there's no live area. Do I have to look up separately? Um, or maybe refresh. The top one is still the October 15th one. You can't see the live one from podpeen.com. Do I have to follow you? Huh? Do I have to follow you? Yeah, Why maybe follow me. Okay. <laughs> and then, like, refresh, maybe? Should I just download the app? Yeah. Yeah, just go ahead and download that. An orange thingy with like bars. There's nothing. I can share my screen and show you all what I see. Window. This window. Share. This is what I see. Oh, okay. Click view site. And but then it's just like this. And it's just the October 15th one. Oh, shoot. Maybe you can't do it from your. Okay. Um, do you I can just get the app. Okay, you want to download the app then? Yeah. That's okay. okay. Nobody's listening, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, damn, I literally just blew this app up a month ago. Yo, do you want to see the cats in my apartment or not my cats? Oh my gosh. Want- yeah, oh. I'm gonna bring my I'm gonna bring my friend over. Janice, come here. Oh, Look at Ben's cats. Oh, no, hold up. We have a cat. Finn lives with three cats. Are they all her cats? No, it's her roommate's cats. <gasps> and Jessica has a little white dog back in California. She's from Cali. Is your dog's name Mochi? Yes. We have a cat here too. His name is Jinx. He's a little baby. Wait, what's your dog's <laughs> name, Jessica? I mean, sorry. Yeah, what's your Mario. dog's name? Mario? My cat's name? Your dog's. The cat's name is Jinx. It's not mine. Oh my god, hello! Meow! Ben, he looks so un- upset with you right now. He's over it. You guys want to see my cat? Yes. That's not really a good picture. He's sleeping. Oh, he's chocolate. He's kind of orange, orangish brown. Here's another picture. <laughs> he says weird. Jessica, let me know when you've downloaded okay. the app. Okay, I have the app. Let me look at it. Let's see. Okay, I'm gonna let you off. You better let me go. Oh, oh, I see it. I okay, see you it. see it? Okay, try calling in. And we can stay on this Google Meet. I'll go ahead and just mute. I don't. Oh, tap here to call in. Yep. Do you want to stay in the Google Meep or should I end it? 
Um, up to you. I'll just mute. You know what? I'm gonna stay on. So then, if I, yeah, I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna mute. Yeah. Okay, I'll call in Jessica. Have you received my call? Or should I? Oh wait, no, there's a button. All right. All right. Oh, Jessica, can you mute? Oh, shoot. Yeah, wait. Okay, there you go. All right, everybody. It is 5.15 on Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Um, sorry for the very long pause. We were figuring out some technical difficulties. But I am here today with Ben and Jessica, two of the Action Academy students who recently went on the trip to Virginia as part of the Action Academy learning tour, um, headed by Larcy and Sasha. So we had a really good time in Virginia. We spent about four days from Thursday to Monday. Um, we chose to do mostly weekend days because, you know, we're students and a lot of us are pretty busy with schedules. So Larcy and Sasha did a really great job balancing that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let Bin introduce herself first and then Jessica. Hi, y'all. Second time on this podcast. Uh, my name is Bin and I am program coordinator, I think, still <laughs> of CP Future. So I used to do um, facilitate Action Academy and did a lot of civic engagement curriculum. But now I'm trying to figure out how to bridge Gen Z state team leads and our overall organization. Cool. And I'm Jessica and I'm one of those Gen Z people that Ben is trying to help. <laughs> um, this is also my second time on the podcast. I was an Action Academy student and then I was a crew lead. And then now I'm one of the state leads for Texas, who Julia is also helping us with. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to mute myself now. Awesome. Actually, Ben, correction, this is your third time on the podcast because we did a podcast with Larcy, remember? And then we did one in Virginia and now we're doing one after Virginia. But um, yeah, how are you guys feeling? Like, it's let's see, we all came back. On, well, I came back a little earlier, but most of us came back on Monday. How are you guys feeling? It's been about four days. Have you guys been able to rest up, reflect a little more? Okay, I'll go. I was looking at Ben to see if she was going to say anything, and she didn't. So, um, it's been good. I feel like, um, like I went on this like super cool experience, and then I come home. I'm like, and I tell all my friends, guys, this is what I've learned. Look at like look at all these people I've met. And so like the past four days, it's like literally just me telling everyone I know how cool the experience was, and like the showing. The, my bug bites and then she's like yeah I got to sit next to Bob and Pam Zellner for like hours what did you guys do this weekend not that so yeah just you know catching up and just really reflecting on the trip and just trying to keep those memories in my brain that's what I've been doing I don't know if I have time to process it since the trip ended um simply because I was thrown back into grad school with all of my missing classes and assignments. <laughs> but I think I'm getting there. I think it's um, the virtual learning tour that I've 
been kind of writing up that will be live sometime this week. I really, really hope um, it has been doing a lot for, you know, just processing externally. Um, but like as it's, it's also really, really hard to um, kind of figure out, like condense the experience in any in anyway right now like for example i brought with me a notebook with with like 180 pages and over four days i believe four days that we were there i filled up 71 pages so the entire time that we were in virginia um was just like so it just meant so much that it's really hard to process it all oh my gosh yes podcast listeners let me just tell you how much Bin was writing the whole time, <laughs> like everywhere. I swear she went to the bathroom and she took out her notebook and started writing. <laughs> but she was literally writing and documenting everything along the way. You guys should really check out um comment. Wait, is it cpfuture.org to see Bin's kind of virtual tour of the whole trip. You can really follow along day by day, kind of what we did every day. Um, Bin does a really good job of chronicling, interviewing some of the participants about how it went. Definitely would check it out. Bin, do you want to speak a little bit more about your virtual tour and why you did it? Yeah, I mean, okay, so this is kind of like coming from like my perspective. Whenever like a trip happens or something big happens, like I tend to forget it. You know, so much is happening that you can't remember anything. And when what sticks to you, like you think would stick with you years later is not what actually sticks with you years later. So this whole um, and there's such like an, an abundance of knowledge and experience in our trip that I really wanted to document it. Not so, so like not only so that we can look back, but future iterations of learning tours can draw from what we did and like maybe on it you know like this kind of like living memory that's kind of happening with archiving so that's that's my perspective on that i also just wanted to add that bin's notebook was very helpful because anytime we forgot anything bin could just pull out pull out her notebook and really just list off whatever year or date that we forgot and it was there because she wrote everything down so i just wanted to add that <laughs> yes we all love bin and her notebook and her chronicles um so for you guys, like now you've come back a little bit. I know we haven't had exactly the most time to reflect because like you guys had to go back to class. I I had I had a few days off, which was really nice for me to recuperate and think about it. But um, yeah, I know a lot of us went back to work in school like so far. Like when you think about the trip, what do you think is one of your biggest takeaways of what you learned or what you saw? Um, for me, it was really just getting to know Bob and Pam, actually, because like for me, at least, OK, I've been in California this whole time. And so I've been seeing them on the screens. So I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. They are like uh, Bob is like a civil rights icon. And then like, oh, I get to talk to him on the screen. But it doesn't really feel real because a lot of the times like when we're talking, he's definitely teaching us. Um, and, and I'm just like listening, but on the tour, I really got to get to know him and Pam. And then they would tell me like little like tidbits of information that aren't, I, okay, they're not necessarily like these like big, like super like moments of history, but they're like the little ones that I would never learn in a history book. 
and some of like the stories he would tell they were so like I felt like I was so real like he was there in the moment and I was like that's so cool you talked to Fannie Lou Hamer like you actually knew her that is like amazing and then hearing him tell these stories that are like never included because they're like they're so personal that they're like his experiences that was like the coolest thing ever for me um to hear about them and really just like like actually like sing in my mind that this man has like lived through the civil rights movement and he's still here and he's still doing the work and he's like still teaching still and he has such a great memory too which is insane that he knows and remembers all of these things all the exact years all the people he's ever talked to and so yeah talking to them coolest thing ever 10 out of 10 literally for me the best part like of everything yeah <laughs> oh my gosh you know what actually i was talking about this with um one of our cp community members the other day about a story that bob shared about fanny lou hamer and apparently she has a very big affection for peanut butter i don't know if that was the same story that he told you guys right right but i i love bob so much i love bob and pam so much um and I totally agree. Like these little stories that you don't hear about, these little quirks about these big civil rights icons really just humanizes them and their story and their experience a lot more. So now I know Fannie Lou Hamer has a very big thing for peanut butter and I love her all the more for it. Ben, what about you? Yes, I have my thing, but I just want to say he probably is like 82. And I, like he's still doing the scores. Like he was on the same bus, same journey as us. And like at 23, I'm all like, what? Um, but yeah, definitely second what Jessica um said and Julie, you as well. I think for me in this trip, like the speakers that we spoke to and what our speakers were um describing as well, it kind of made me realize, um, or like at least see further and clearer that a lot of people work in their own way, I think. I think, like, I kind of, like, knew that, whereas, like, like social change doesn't happen in one vertex, you know? Like, there's not one way to do it, and there's not one, like, unifying movement that we do it with. Um, and, but just thinking about, like, how people literally tore down um, monuments, or and how people, and on the same side, like, people were rallying with each other for mutual aid, through art, through um, through art, through music, and all of that, and there's just like these little ways that we have their vision to like what the world would look like after they wanted to um, change it. And so I guess, okay, I don't know where I'm going with this. I am going somewhere, but like I want to see if I can get there. So <laughs> like, um, change is like so nebulous i feel like that everybody has to define in their own way and because of that they end up taking different actions which is why i think the focus on coalition building for this learning tour was really important where we were actually canvassing with new virginia majority where we were um, um talking to our speakers about how to bridge different sectors public private and like grassroots and see how that change can be made across you know multiple people um because on the opposite side, hate is so unifying. And I think we saw that too when we were looking at how um, how the monuments continue to stay up. Like, hate is so unifying that we have to like also try to unify, but it's really hard to unify. So that's like, that's my takeaway from this learning tour that I'm still thinking about. That was very deep in. 
That was very deep. I, I, I definitely agree that everybody has their own way of enacting change. What change and progress looks like is different for everybody. Um, we even had like one night where we were in Richmond and we got to meet with a bunch of student activists that are around our age. Um, and we got to share a really good dinner with them and we got to chat. A lot of them were organizers who were involved in a lot of the protests against the Confederate monuments um, in Richmond. And a lot of them were kind of sharing their stories, um, their grief, their sorrow, their happiness, um, their success as well. So I think for me, that was probably my biggest takeaway from this trip is just the people behind this work. I, I love that I was able to meet with them, chat with them. Um, and kind of hear everybody's stories, including Bob and Pam's. Like, they are from an older generation of activists, and then contrasting their stories and their experiences with, you know, activists like us nowadays, right? Like, we're the modern-day abolitionists. And I think a lot of people, when they think of abolitionism, they're like, oh, well, that was with women's voting rights or with ending enslavement. But honestly, a lot of a lot of abolitionist work is happening right now, right? Yes. I also agree. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to <laughs> um that like you know like because we hear all these stories from both older generations and newer generations. Um it's kind of insane because like when you hear like stories like that Bob and Pan tell us from like when they were um when they were fighting that that fight <laughs> um like decades ago but the way they tell it because like there's these stories like the way they tell them so personally and they include all these personal details that we wouldn't hear in history books it really just like reminds us how like that they were just like students too and like they were just like normal normal human beings they were just doing what they thought was right and then you see the same thing when you talk to like katie at the dinner who is a student like us at University of Virginia, I believe. Um, and she was telling us all about, you know, like she's interested in, I really want to say, like, maybe like, she's interested in security. She's really yeah. interested in like food security and making sure yeah. that people have access to stuff like that. And I, I think, I think it was Virginia Commonwealth University, BCU. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. That sounds correct. Um, but yeah, by her hearing what she was passionate about and what she was doing, um, as like a student herself and like that just like how similar, you know, they're just following what they believe it, believe in and what they believe is justice and how they are, we are all just students, um, when they're, you're young or older or have experience or don't have an experience. Um, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna leave that there. Yeah, I don't know what to say. And so following up on that though, like, I, I think this was all very intentional, like, like Larcy and Sasha very intentionally put us in contact with young activists like ourselves to make those connections and to build that relationship. Um, and like big shout out though to both, um, Larcy and Sasha is the way that they centered this learning tour to be more than just learning and more than just like lessons from the past, right? Because, um, at almost every speaker, Larcy or Sasha will like throw in a question about like, okay, so what can we do now for for the people who are listening to you, which is us, us young folks. Um, like how 
how would they get to where you are now? How would they do what you want them to do? How would they do what uh, they want to do, right? Like it was all very intentional and very deliberate in the way that our leadership was put forward. Um, so I really appreciated that. Yeah, I, I want to follow up on two thoughts from both of you. Like Jessica, when you're saying, when you're talking about how Bob and Pam, they're students just like us, the same age. Um, and these were really just regular people doing what they thought was right. You know, like I was talking to Bob and Pam. I was like, how do you feel like knowing all of these like big civil rights activists? And they were talking to me about how they knew John Lewis. And they're like, well, John Lewis, John is just a really kind guy. And, you know, he's always just he was always doing he he never thought what he was doing was very like groundbreaking he he was just doing what he thought was right you know at the end of the day these are just people doing what they think are right um so i totally agree with that notion and then also um i also want to do a shout out to larcy and sasha in the way that they framed and handled the whole learning tour um a lot of the history that we're learning as young diverse people is heavy you know like it's heavy and then also knowing knowing that you know we're there's this pressure on younger generations that we are going to be the ones who are who are the janitors essentially we're here to clean up the mess um but larcy and sasha always always reaffirmed and reminded us that you know we are strong we are capable the small things that we're doing right now we're building up america's democracy brick by brick and through little actions such as us making a new friend or even coming on this learning tour, we are building America's democracy brick by brick in the smallest ways possible. So I really appreciated how comfortable, how fun um, Larcy and Sasha made this trip. And they, they really, really emphasize the importance of building relationships among young activists, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, Ben, Jessica, Asha, Asha's not here because she's busy today, but Ben, Jessica, Asha, and I, we formed a really, really great friendship over the trip. I feel closer to them than ever. We were singing on the bus. We were singing in some Uber lift. Um, and to me, like those, that's the strength and confidence that I find in those friendships as a young activist is what will keep this work going. And yeah, that's, those are my thoughts. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Julia. Um, we have to be both janitors and architects, it feels like, right? You got to clean up the mess and build new things on top of that. Um, <sighs> yeah, I also want to say, Larcy was really building those relationships um, with the, our speakers. I appreciate that so much. That was so fun just to watch her. Um, really just explain what we were doing there, but she was she was so great at building those connections as you were saying and like networking that was so fun to watch and also just kind of learn from her like she's so good at promoting i was like wow like how do i do that to get the word around about um, power and stuff to people my age like this is great and also julia that was so nice <laughs> i also feel so close to you i am texting asha like all the time <laughs> i literally got a text from her maybe, like five minutes ago and been I never see Ben around school. I'm still waiting to run into her in apparently the same building that we're always at. Never have yet. She's a ghost, but I'm waiting to see her. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're totally right. Um, the friendships and like the bonds that we build here 
are so great. And I think a really big part of this trip was just like community building and like really those like kind of those grass moves, grassroots kind of movement. Um, yeah, and that was like a lot of, that was one of the points that a lot of the speakers that we talked to brought up. Um, and Julia just said that we're getting lunch on Tuesday. Sorry, I forgot. I didn't mean to disclude Julia that I am getting lunch with Julia on Tuesday. So yes. <laughs> okay. To be fair, Jessica and I have also been texting every day and we're also getting lunch on Tuesday and Ben and I are getting tea on Wednesday. So just so I don't get forgotten again, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But yeah, like the friendships that have come out of this trip are real, okay? They're real and they're meaningful and important. So yeah, so any any last thoughts? Cause we're gonna wrap up here, we're all tired. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap up here soon. Um. Okay, one last thought. So I know like myself in terms of reflection, I am not going to process this anytime soon. And I don't think I'll ever be done processing it because like maybe it's one of it, like the learn tour is one of those things, right? Where um, it just lives with you, in you. And then like once something happens, it kind of bubbles up and it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. Or like, wow, like that those are the ties and that's the connection. And this is the lesson that I was meant to learn. But now I'm realizing um, was a lesson at this point. So I think like I'm kind of foreseeing the learning tour being that kind of experience for me in the future. Um, and those are the best ones. So. Yeah, I totally agree with Ben. I don't think there's any way to fully process everything. Like even sometimes like I'll be telling my friends like this story and then I'll completely forget that this thing happened until I'm like talking about it. And I'm like, wow, that was like really mind blowing or like, wow, I did not know that before. And then, so I think Ben is definitely right. It kind of just, it just lives in you. And then, you know, that's all about like, kind of like knowledge building, you know, like you never know like when moments will come up where like, oh, like this experience that really like drives like my response to it or my reaction or how I initially view something. Um, well, I don't know where I was going with that. I just had a big fat glitch. But um, yeah, I'm just gonna say I agree with Ben. I just definitely glitched right now. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think we'll never be done processing or reflecting on this learning tour. It's gonna live. It's gonna live on within us. And I think that's a good thing. So we'll be signing off for tonight. Thank you, Jessica and Ben, so much for taking time out of their Friday evening as college students to do this podcast <laughs> we're gonna go have fun now <laughs> or sleep or nap um yeah but napping is fun that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> so. that's fun jessica's already in her bed i can already I know been in my bed. <laughs> i have my blanket on i'm i just you know put my phone down and then i'm i'm good to go <laughs> can i just say really quick jessica went to target and she bought a blanket and she did not wash it and she's using it right now isn't that i know she bought it 15 minutes before the podcast starts allegedly but has not washed it okay i wasn't lying first of all why did you have to throw the allegedly in there <laughs> um, i did buy it right before this and okay, it was tightly bundled. Like, there's no way anyone like stuck their gross hands in it. It was like bundled. I stuff my hand and stuff to feel the inside. I do too. So you probably have some of these like skin cells on your blanket right now, and that's why you should wash your blankets before using them. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's how you build up tolerance. <laughs> yeah.
That's how you get a strong immune system. Okay, sure. <laughs> there, are, there are better ways. There are better ways. Like, like you know, like you're, you're gonna answer the vaxxer? Because I want to tell you how vaccines oh, work. Okay, hold 